learning Kadosh Baruch Hu should bless everybody here with health and happiness and bracha and simha and parnasa. Also, I think we have a your site. You have your site. You have your site. Who are you saying Kaddish for? What's his name? What's his Hebrew name? Yaakov Ben Sima. Anybody else got your site? We should only hear good news for us and for the entire world. We'll, uh, we'll just say a couple of chot from here. We'll deviate just uh, maybe a little bit. So the last thing that we touched on, that uh, what uh, King Solomon says, someone who basically holds back his rebuke, he actually hates his kid. Because you think that, oh, you know, because we live in a generation, oh, no, you have to be buddies with your kids, you have to be friends. No, you can be friendly, you can be, but they still have to understand that I'm Abba and you're the son, you know. There's a, there's a hierarchy here in, in the house, you know, that, uh, that the kids have to listen to. And he said... The, uh, the, the saying is, spare the rod and spoil the child. Yeah, that, that, and, and, and actually, and like the rabbi said, uh, most of the time, those people who, who, who show that... that that, uh, that extra love, oh, no, no, you can't uh, uh, punish him. Actually, they come to regret it later on when their kids become so disrespectful towards them and they say, what the hell did I do? I've created a monster. And they have, you know, because when you don't have that, you know, I mean, today you don't have to hit the child. All you have to do is take the iPad away or take it. <laughs> he's done, you know. You, without his Facebook, he's dead, you know? That's, uh, you know. that's the biggest punishment in the world you can do to a child today. You know, no, no Wi-Fi, no Xbox, that's it, they're done. So, you know, so this is what King Solomon says, and you can explain this. He, he says this, Tova, he says, Tova, Tochaha, he says, better to have a, 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 a rebuke that you can see than a hidden love. Okay, yes, you should, you should I, I love your child inside, but you have to also not... You know, not over overdo it, like because they again they need to understand that there has to be a certain respect in the house, and then. Uh, Can I bring up a psychological point? Yes, sir. Yes. So in the studies, it showed that uh, so the, the 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 parent who doesn't say anything is known as the laissez-faire uh, parent. You know, they just leave, leave them alone. It's like they may let them do their own decision. However. The, there's two ways that the overbearing parent uh, ends up with a child who's a little more neurotic, but it still is better than the laissez-faire uh, right. parent. Because the, if you had the great parent, the, the Beaver's mom and dad on TV, or Donna Reed and her husband, etc., and the young person says, I want to go to this party, they say, who's going to be at the party? What time is it? Is there supervision? Can I call to the parents, etc.? Uh, and the laissez-faire parent says, eh, do it what? The, the, the overbearing parent says, what do you mean you're going to a party? You're going to such a party? It's going to be, you know what kind of people go to these parties? It's terrible. It's a, it's a sort of thing. And who's going to be there and make, you could get in trouble, etc.? So the laissez-faire parent gives this impression, I don't care about you. And like you were saying, that they, they have, they, they feel maybe unloved, uh, that the parents don't care. The, the real caring parents are, of course, exploring these things with them, and that person feels cared for. But even the one that's overbearing ends up 
showing that they also care in a certain way. And through their nudging, the, the, it also does the same thing as the more understanding parents, where they're looking at it. You know, at some level, they're going, "Oh, maybe who who is going to be there, and what am I doing?" And so they look over, even though with this nudging, they look over what's happening and what's going on. And so they they become as cautious as the one that's disgusted with the parents, except a little more neurotic. See, one of the things that we have to do um, in this world, and this is the easiest thing that people do in this world, everybody's going to blame, oh, it's my parents, it's where I grew up, it's how oh, I'm a victim of something. No, because you know what? You're an adult now, and just like before, you are going to buy a new Honda, you do all the research and Blue Book and this and uh, J.D. Power, and oh, you do everything, you do all the research, you know? So, you know, just like, so you need to do research also. How do I, don't blame, whatever was, was. I'm an adult now, I'm a parent now, what is the best way to do? And the Torah just said, the Torah says to you, King, the, the Rambam, which we learn every Sunday, says you gotta find the gold road. The gold road is not extreme here, not extreme here. You have to know how to balance things in life. And this is really what it's about. Yes, you, you, you should be strict. Because, I mean, especially today, yes, you know, you're talking about the party. God knows, you know, to, you know, they go to parties, they slip things in their drinks. You don't know what's going on. You don't even know it, you know. Hasim Shalom, a kid can go to a nice, good, young, healthy kid, boom, can go to a party and not come back. Not come back. You know, you don't know if they slip something in his drink or, you know. So you have to be aware. You have to be, you know, uh, in Hebrew we say, you know, in Hebrew we say, like a tick. You know, you have to be like a thing. Yes, but you have to be. Especially in this generation that you have to be careful. Things are different. Times are different. And again, so the bottom line is, yes, you have to, you have to be, you have to, 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 you have to be loving and everything, but you also have to be strict because you know what? Later on, I think that child is going to come and appreciate the fact that you were always kind of pointing him to the right track. And this is what the, what the King Solomon teaches us. He continues here to say, as he says, Derech Tzadikim, he says here that tzaddikim generally name their kids based on, on an event that happened. If you look at Yosef, Hashem helped me out in the land where, of, uh, of my troubles. And then Ephraim, because Hashem made me fruitful in, in, my, in, in, this, in, in this place that I was. You look at the same thing of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu names his child also uh, uh, Gershom, because I was a Ger in, in another land, but yet Hashem still looked out for me. So sometimes we have, a, uh, we have uh, uh, something that pushes us to, to name my kid after my grandfather or after, no, you don't have to do that. You have to find your kid a really good name because the name, uh, the name really has an essence on the personality. Okay, so it's really important to have a name. Yes, it's nice to have a tradition that everybody, this one was Yitzhak and this one is Avram, and Avram and Yitzhak, and kind of that generation, 16 generations, they're all, no. Find a, you know, you have to, you have to find a, a, a name having to do with the, the blessing that you got, but also a righteous name, so that has an effect on the child, that Be'ezat Hashem, that child also uh, becomes righteous. And it's an important thing. And the other thing is, and, and, and a lot of times we have a custom to name kids two names, you know? But here's the problem, because, because if, you were, if you were just to look at a name, so let's say a name has six letters. So just imagine six uh, pipes of plenty coming down from Shemaim, from heavens. 
based on the name. You get, uh, so if you gave a, a child uh, uh, a, a name, Daniel, okay, but nobody calls him Daniel, they call him Dani. So you cut his name in half. You know, you cut the, 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 the shefa. Same thing if you give him uh, 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 two names, Yosef Yaakov. You know, but nobody calls him Yosef Yaakov. They only call him Yosef. The only time they call him Yosef Yaakov is once a month when he gets an aliyah for the Torah. You know, so you're missing something. So he says sometimes, yes, it's nice to call him and add your grandfather's name, but if they're not going to use the name, you know, then what's the sense? Give him the name that it's going to be used that's going to get the shefa, the plenty from heavens, based on the name also. Just an idea. We're going to go to page 52, Kaddish on page 52.